Good day. This is Linda Cousins Newton for the Ancestral Storyteller, and going to share a story, a life story with you here at three twelve a.m. in the morning in the Kingdom of Brooklyn, sitting up in my bed to share this story with you. As an ancestral storyteller, I have also been a teacher for many years of my life, from the time I was a little 17-year-old girl in Knoxville, Tennessee, teaching Sunday school at the Mount Calvary Baptist Church, in which I had grown up, then making the great migration to New York, working for a good while as a, an employment interviewer with the New York State Department of Labor and then moving on to become a journalist, a travel journalist, and a teacher in the New York City Board of Education system. And when I taught, I taught from the heart and I shared from the soul because I realized to reach the minds of our youth, you have to teach from the heart and share from the soul and allow them, not just allow them, but encourage them to do the same in their writing, in their speaking, and in the art of living life. And I told for many years in downtown Brooklyn. It was just wonderful. I could actually walk from my home when I wanted to on those beautiful days. And during lunch breaks, you had all of the activities of downtown Brooklyn of which to partake. Had a fabulous uh, group of youth, some wonderful assistant teachers working with me as paraprofessionals, Valerie Kimball, Rose Anantua of Haiti. We would share Tennessee stories and Haitian stories with the youth and let them share the fruits of their culture and their poetry and stories. And this was an alternative high school some of the youth there had had tremendous problems in the regular system. But they used to want to come in and videotape my class because they didn't quite understand what was going on, how peaceful it was, how respectful the youth were. Well, it was because that's the way I taught. I taught with love and respect for them. And I demanded the same in return. I loved them as an extended family, just as my first teachers, Miss Louisa Henry and Miss L Mrs. Letha Ray Hubbard, had taught and loved their students at New Hope Elementary School in Knoxville, Tennessee. So I learned from the best. And I tried to pass on what I had learned. 
But at one point, uh, when I was teaching at the, the school in downtown Brooklyn, I found that they were going to close the school one September when we returned from summer vacation. And I tell you the truth, I was tray upset they were closing that school. Loved the school, loved my students, loved the area. And I was told that I was being reassigned to the Kingsboro Houses here in Brooklyn. My goodness, when I heard that I was going to be assigned to Kingsboro, I was a little apprehensive because Kingsboro is known for being a little, quote-unquote, rough and rugged. But And I decided, oh, my, what am I going to do? I'm going from heart of downtown Brooklyn to a little old rough and rugged territory. But I'm a woman, a teacher, a storyteller who always tries to consult with and partner with the spirit within. And so even without saying a prayer, I know the spirit spoke into my heart and says, wherever you are, there I am and all is well. But it didn't quite reach me right away. And I knew I had made kind of an inroad as as a innovative teacher, that a role that had become respected in that system. So I went up to uh, an assistant principal who was starting a brand new school in a, a lovely area of Manhattan and asked them if they would be willing to consider me as a teacher in that school. And I got a very positive response. Yes, we know of your reputation as a teacher, and we would love for you to work with us uh, in our school. So I was elated for a few minutes, but then something came to me and said, why are you running from teaching your people in the heart of their community? And then while I was at that meeting uh, of the school teachers, there was a community liaison from Kingsboro whom I had known way, way back as the Tennessee elders would say when we were young mothers who were part of a very progressive organization called the Sisterhood of Black Single Mothers founded by former model Daphne Busby and some of the most fabulous mothers and, and community contributors came out of that organization. Sister Sophia Bendelli, who went on to be the founding director of the Women's Center of Mega Evers College. Poet Mae Jackson, who had written a book can I Poet With You, which influenced me so much as a young Tennessee poet moving to the city. That book was funded in part by Nikki Giovanni, and May went on to found Art Without Walls, which served the children and families of women prisoners and families of persons afflicted with HIV-AIDS. 
Oh, just such fabulous sisters came out of there. Reverend Atia Anaton, an interfaith minister and nutritionist serving our community and who had worked for many years uh, for the mental and spiritual and physical liberation of our people. Great, great people came out of that organization. So here was Jackie DuPont, who had been in the organization as well, and who was going to be working as a community liaison in the school in Kingsboro. And I mentioned to her that I was being assigned there, but I had kind of misgivings. And she looked at me with those big brown eyes that Jackie has and that beautiful half smile, and she says, that is our home. And that just touched my soul. Kingsboro is the home of some fine people. Yes, there's crime there, just as there's crime in some of the richest communities, even though it's not as much reported as in the less affluent communities. So I decided that I would go on and teach at Kingsborough. And I did, and it was a most rewarding experience. I had students in my classroom from teenagers to middle-aged persons uh, trying to uh, get uh, educational break and get their equivalency diploma. I taught from the heart there, I shared from the soul, and the community, not just my students, but the whole community embraced me. When I would go to work there in the morning or be coming home in the afternoon, people I didn't know would say, hi teacher, how are you today? And that just was so uplifting. But a part of teaching at Kingsboro was when I took my students to the Weeksville Society, a field trip arranged by Jackie DuPont. And at the Weeksville Society, a community that had been established in the 1800s by James Weeks and had been a community of black business owners and homeowners, a place where one of the first newspapers, uh, black newspapers in the country had been established, a very progressive community where uh, the first black female doctor in the state had lived, Dr. Susan McKinley Stewart, where Henry Thompson, who had been instrumental in establishing the African free schools here in Brooklyn, a predecessor to the free public schools in the city, just a fabulous community and a driving force behind the Weeksville Society was a wonderful, wonderful lady by the name of Joan Maynard. When we went to the Weeksville Society, Joan, who 
was the executive director, took such a personal, warm, loving, attentive um, communication and and interaction with the students, some of whom I know had never uh, visited a museum in life and who had no idea that right there in the heart of their community there was this great uh, mecca of black history. And Joan showed us around and talked to us about Weeksville and I learned that she had introduced many students of all ages and communities to Weeksville, that she had spearheaded the growth of Weeksville uh, with fundraising, corporate fundraising, but also fundraising from the pennies of the children whom she instilled a love for their history and for Weeksville. And I was just so impressed with this wonderful sister. She, I later learned, had had tremendous accomplishments throughout the city and globally, but she was so humble. She didn't speak of herself or her accomplishments. She was all about the upliftment of the children of her people and carrying on the great legacy there in Weeksville. And I still have a little memento from that visit the Weeksville lady, which uh, I am going to be showing on my blog on the Brooklyn Reader. I'm telling the story here. I'm writing the story for the Brooklyn Reader, so you can find the story um, in a day or so on the Brooklyn Reader that it is the written word is I'm proceeding, proceeding it with the spoken word here for you. So Joan is no longer with us. She has joined the ancestors after a long and very loving and powerful uh, contribution to mental liberation. But I will always remember her, and I will remember her love, her sharing. When I found that she was also a very gifted painter and that she had done some extraordinary work on Mother Harry Ross Tubman and the Underground Railroad, I, as an ancestral storyteller who had done a lot of writing and storytelling on the lives of Nana Tubman and her freedom colleagues, made arrangements with Joan to go back at another time and to invite Kenya Spear. Kenya Spear was a um, teacher with me at the District uh, Council 37 uh, evening program for adults at Kings County Hospital there in Brooklyn. I taught to two places for New York City Public Schools and also for DC 37. And Kenya was also a very talented photographer. So she came into uh, Weeksville with me 
when I went back to visit Joan and to look at her paintings on Nana Tubman and the Underground Railroad, and Kenya took photographs of that visit. Joan so um, generously wrapped me in her regal kente cloth that was long before I had gone to the homeland of Africa, Ghana, with the Nana Harriet Tubman honoring Ghana project and three of her family members, um, a trip that was co-coordinated by the late and most great John Watusi Branch of the Center for Culture, African Poetry Theater of Jamaica, Queens. And John was a frequent traveler and tour leader throughout um, Africa and a great, great uh, community leader here in New York, influencing thousands of youth in a very progressive and positive and loving manner for many years. And so um, we had that relationship with Nana Tubman. And when I went into Ghana with that journey, I was able to get my own very regal kente cloth, which, which I wear with such pride now. But back then in the 90s, when I had the locks almost down to my waist, but Joan uh, put over those locks that kente cloth, and we took pictures in front of her fabulous work of Nana Harriet Tubman. And as I left that from that second visit with Joan, I left with a heart that was inspired to do even more to share our history and our stories because here was a great one, one that was on our contemporary path. We often think of the great ones as being the ancestors, those who have lived in distant times and sometimes distant places, but we need to take a look at those contemporary greats who are traversing the life path with us right now, from our childhood to our youth, to our mid-years, to our elder years, the spirit, the ancestral spirit, the spirit of the great divine beloved God always puts on our path if we have eyes to see and ears to hear the great ones like Joan Maynard. And may the Weeksville Society continue to flourish and grow, blessed by Joan and those ancestors she's now joined who were the forerunners here in Brooklyn, here in this country, here throughout the world. So, again, this is Linda Cousins Newton, the ancestral storyteller. And if you like my stories, you can read more of them on your little e-devices, your iPads, your iPhones, your Kindle readers, because my book, Free Globally, the International Underground Railroad is available to you on Amazon and other 
ebook sources. Also, my book, uh, Mama Moses and Mother Truth, Life Link says, Mystics and Freedom Masters, about the life similarities of Mother Harriet Ross Tubman and Mother Sojourner Truth, also available on Amazon, Kindle Books, and a new one, Soul Loves, about the love lives of Mother Tubman and Mother Truth. And as I said before, I called them Mother because I grew up in the Southern uh, Black Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. And those who have contributed and sacrificed and loved and served in the church, those women were called Mother, whether they were related to you by blood or not. They were related to you by spirit. So I call Nana Harriet Rose Tubman, now a Queen Mother in Ghana, and Miss Sojourner Truth, Mother Tubman and Mother Truth. Okay, honor to them. Honor to Joan Maynard. Honor to all the great ones, known and unknown. This is Linda Cousins Newton, again for the Ancestral Storyteller. Have a wonderful day and a most magnificent and enjoyable lifetime.